Welcome to Behind the Warrior, a podcast presented by the EOD Warrior Foundation. This series will focus on resources, interviews, and topics impacting EOD warriors, their families, and the military community at large. Hello, everyone. This is Maria Shabla, and welcome to Behind the Warrior podcast. Today, I have the great pleasure of speaking to our new teammate, our newest member to the EOD Warrior Foundation, Ashley Steinhardt. Ashley, welcome to Behind the Warrior. Thank you, Maria. I'm happy to be here. You are so welcome, and we are happy to have you. Ashley serves as our Hope and Wellness Coordinator. So, Ashley, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? So, I was born and raised in southern Indiana, um, near Evansville, so right on the Kentucky-Illinois border of Indiana. Um, I went to school in Indiana, graduated, went to college in Indiana. Um, I majored in business administration with a minor in political science. I thought at the beginning of college I was going to be a lawyer. It turns out that that was not the career for me. <laughs> <laughs> how, how did you discover that wasn't the career for you? Um, just doing that, and I thought, you know, Maybe when I maybe when I grow up, I'll have all the money and I'll have you know all the things, all the cars. And when I really started working through things, I realized my heart wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. And you got to follow your heart. Yeah, you have to follow your heart. And and something also you didn't mention, Ashley, is that you were an only child. Is that right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when I was young, I that probably stems you know where the urge to <laughs> earn a lot of money and a big thing comes from because I always thought you know. This is all about me. I'm the center of attention in everyone's world, even though I was, you know, my in my parents' world. That's all. <laughs> okay, so so you got your degree, mm-hmm. and then, and then uh, for a little while, I worked. I worked for various companies. I worked for tech. I worked for Verizon. I worked for Apple. So anyone in the office that has a broken iPhone, I can generally help them with that. And we love that. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> and uh, then I decided a few years later after I met my husband and we had kids that I needed a little bit more in my life than than working for these companies. Um, when you work for a big corporation, you're just a, you're kind of just a number. Yeah. So you're not really getting anything out of it. You're not giving anything. Mm-hmm. And you want more for yourself. So yeah. I waited until my youngest, I have three kids. I waited till my youngest was in kindergarten and I went back to school again for a totally different career change. So I went back for teaching and I got my bachelor's and kept going, got my master's and I began teaching for a few years in Hawaii. Wow. And how, and how did you like teaching? I really enjoyed teaching. Um, I don't think that in today's world, it's something that you want to do for 20, 30, 40 years. It's, it's tough. It's a really tough job. Yeah. Um, you know, all, all different kids are different kinds of learners and there should be different kinds of teachers, but mm-hmm. one teacher teaches all of them. So it's, it's tough to maintain. Yeah. And so, um, you just moved here from Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where you were teaching? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I taught second grade. Okay. And and what school did you teach for? So I taught for a Hawaiian immersion school in Waianae. If you're familiar with Hawaii, that is a really uh, local area. So mm-hmm. lots mm-hmm. of locals. So a lot of them spoke Alelo Hawaiian. A lot of them came in with their their pigeon. And it was my job to figure out what these second graders were saying and, <laughs> and teach them every day. I did all right at it. But I know my 
my language needs some work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I lived in Hawaii for a while, and I definitely remember pigeon. Um, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it was very neat to that culture. Um, how, what would you describe pigeon as? I, um, it's kind of like uh, here on the mainland, we have the people that live in the South, and they just have that really, really, really Southern accent, and you have no clue what they're saying. <laughs> it's like that, but Hawaiian. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's a great comparison. So, okay, Ashley. So very interesting. You had first, we're going into business mm-hmm. and then decided that wasn't for you. I'm, cur- I'm curious about the um, political science degree. Yeah. Um, what, what was your reason to get that degree? What interests did you have at that time? So I think in my big ambitious mind back then, I thought I was going to be some kind of activist. Um, I really care and I still do care about things like women's rights and support for veterans. And I think those are things that are still super important and very much needed. And I wish I could have been that activist, but I'll still be behind the scenes, you know, supporting, supporting from the background. Yeah, I really, I really like that. And I definitely think that that passion is something that you bring to the table here with the foundation. Oh, yeah. You know, um, so that's, that's so interesting. Um, so can you tell our listeners a little bit about your role with the EOD Warrior Foundation? Sure. So I am the Hope and Wellness Coordinator. So I plan and execute all of the retreats for our warriors and for their families. And anytime you go on Facebook or on our website and you see a retreat posted and you sign up for it, I had a hand in it. And also, if you go on these retreats, then you can come and hang out with me while you're there. So that's an added bonus. That is an added bonus. I get to meet Ashley on the retreats. Yes. And she's a lovely woman, I must say. So... Um, Ashley, can you give us like an idea of, wh- of what these treat- retreats might be? Sure. So we have one coming up in February that is Songwriting with Soldiers. And this is a couple's retreat. So an EOD tech and his or her spouse will come along and they will have an actual songwriter. You know, it's not just some guy off the street. It's an actual <laughs> actual person that wow. is talented and has made their profession out of this. So it's really cool. Wow. And they come with their story and they are helped to write a song. And I think it's really cool. Who can say, like, I have I have a song. I have my own song. Yeah. Like, not many people can say that. So you have the opportunity to go on this beautiful area in the Blue Ridge Mountains and write a song with someone and hang out with your spouse. And it's just a really, really nice time. Wow, that sounds amazing. And... And I think uh, your job is so important for our community, you know, as a hope and wellness coordinator, doing these retreats and um, giving families respite and um, encouragement and, and doing all these nice things um, for they to enjoy each other's company and just relax. And um, it's very important work. Um, so, and I and I didn't ask. I'm sorry. Do you have a personal connection to EOD uh, career field or the military or both? I do. So my connection with the military in the beginning was my dad and my grandpa were both in the army. Oh, wow. So that's, that's the start. What did they do? So honestly, (laughs) I don't know. So my can't tell us. No. So I know, I know for a fact that my grandfather was drafted and he was a cook. So I'm sure he wouldn't be like, you know, I mean, he's not, he's not like these guys are now. He, Mm -hmm. this is a job he had to do and he did it. And Mm -hmm. that's to me, that's great. He you know, served, wonderful. Absolutely. He served. Um, I, they got to eat. Right. And uh-huh. my father, the same. He was a mechanic and that gave him a ton of skills because he can fix anything. So I thanks, love Army. That. So, I love yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. Absolutely. Okay. 
And then now I'm married to my husband, who's also in the Army, and he is an EOD tech. So we uh, he's been EOD for 10 years, in the Army for 15 years. He was a mechanic before that, and he was really just bored. Mm-hmm. And he thought, this this isn't for me. Like, why did I sign up for this? And went when we were at Fort Bragg and talked to the EOD recruiters, and life has not been the same since. Wow, so. <laughs> wow. So you have deep, deep connections within the EOD community yourself and, and the military. Yeah. Yeah. So so that means you must, did you travel a lot as a as a child? No. No, no I didn't. I, I was just stuck in Indiana. So my dad's experience with the military happened before I was born. Oh, okay. So I didn't experience any of that like you, uh-huh. like you yourself did. Um, but... As an adult, yeah, lots, oh, lots and lots of traveling. So tell us, tell us where you and your family have traveled. So we have lived in. We started from Indiana to Washington State, and then to Savannah, Georgia, and then to Fort Bragg here, and Fort Campbell. So we've, and then Hawaii. Oh, I almost forgot about Hawaii. So yeah. we've lived quite a few places. And Hawaii is beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah, I loved it. I was there for a little while myself. Um, so what was your favorite um, station? Uh, I would probably say Fort Campbell just because it's so close to home. We could visit whenever we wanted, and we had all four seasons. I, so really, I nice. really thought you were going to say here, Ashley. Well, it, you said what was my favorite. Now it's Florida, but oh, it was okay. Fort Campbell. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I totally understand about the seasons because, yeah, yeah they're, they're so beautiful when the trees are changing and... That's really nice. Something we don't have here. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so can you tell us how do you think that all these these prior experiences that you have will contribute to your role? So with, uh, with my teaching, I had to be creative. I had to be very, very flexible, but at the same time, super on point and detail oriented. And that is, that's something that I have to do in this role here as well. So I can uh, be very creative and help create all these great experiences that will help our warriors. But then anything can change at a moment's notice, especially with COVID times. Right. All the fun right. we're having with that. Yes. So I have to be very flexible and know that all the plans might change in a second and we have to come up with a plan B very quickly. Yes. So I just think that attitude of go with the flow is really good in this office, especially. Yeah, absolutely. Being able to adapt. And I think even as a military spouse, I'm sure that you've had to adapt to many different things oh, as yeah, you, of you and your, you know, three children and husband have traveled all over the world um, with his career. So yeah, I definitely think that's an important skill that will help you immensely here. Um, but also I have to say um, your personality, just being warm and open. I think that the EOD community is really going to appreciate that um, because I think you'll be able to use that and make anybody feel comfortable at these retreats. Thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. Um, so in, in your opinion, what makes the EOD Warrior Foundation so so special? And So like I was saying before, I do have a close personal connection at, with my husband being an EOD tech, but really in this community, a lot of these these technicians are my friends and my family. Um, when my husband was deployed, my uh, best friend helped me out so much whenever uh, we had a big snow at Fort Campbell and I was stuck on a hill, the bottom of a hill with a minivan and I couldn't drive it up the hill. I would just keep sliding back and I had a baby <gasps> oh that needed formula. Goodness. So Which baby was it? It was Jackson. Oh. So, <laughs> so my tiniest baby. Oh. So uh, 
she put her little baby in a carrier and trekked down the hill and brought me formula. And I just think that's kind of like the spirit in EOD. Everybody helps each other out. And it's just such a nice community to be a part of because it's small. Yeah. And, and really, if I don't know somebody, someone in this office knows them. So it's you yeah. just find that everywhere. Yeah. And with the foundation, the four pillars, I've seen support so many different people. I've only been here a couple weeks, but I've already seen lives changed. And to see that whenever you start a new job, who says, you know, who can say, I started my new job and someone's completely, life got completely changed today for the better. Like, it's it's really nice to be a part of something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, that that's such a touching story, you know, that your friend came in the snowstorm with her little baby <laughs> right. in the carriage. I mean, I can just see it. And, and I mean, I think that speaks a lot to, you're right, the EOD community and that we're all family, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's beautiful. Um, what can you tell us? What keeps you motivated? Sure. So really, for every day, my kids keep me motivated. I want to make sure that I'm doing something that I can put my whole heart into. That I'm not doing, like I said, just a job for the money. <laughs> you know, I want to do something that will help other people, and I want them to see me doing that. So when they get older and they start their life and start their careers. They'll know you don't have to. You don't have to do something that's just going to make you the big dollars. You can do something that'll, you know, make you rich in your soul. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's the key. Follow your heart, right? Yeah, follow your heart and do what makes you happy. So, um, that is wonderful. And Ashley, I just want to say we're so excited to have you. Thank you on I'm our team. Super excited to be yeah. working with you. Yeah. Um, so. We want to have a little bit of fun and ask you a couple of your favorite things. Okay. Okay. So first, what is your favorite song? So I don't really have a favorite song, but Maria and I are president of the Taylor Swift fan club. So, <laughs> so we both really enjoy Guilty. Taylor Swift. And uh, I really like pop music. And I'm not going to deny it. I know a lot of people laugh about it, but you probably also listen to it at home when no one's around. So I like Harry Styles. I like 90s band Hanson. I like all of it. No, no, you I have to care. you have to share with our listeners your your story about Hanson. Oh, so I've been, <laughs> so I've been to over a hundred Hanson concerts, and I know a lot of people would probably not admit that, but <laughs> my husband, who is an EOD tech, has been to about forty, so he can he has that on him. I'm sure he's really going to appreciate that part of he this will, interview. Of course, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that is so interesting. Um, what about your favorite food? Um, I really like tacos. We live right down the street from Peppers. So if you're yeah, around Niceville, then uh, you've probably been there before, and it's delicious, and it's probably a super curse that it's right down the road <laughs> from us because we eat it so often, but I love it. Gotta love Mexican food. Um, what about your favorite movie? So I really like Marvel movies. Um, at first, I was kind of drug along by my kids going to see all these movies. And now that they're getting older, I'm kind of seeing, you know, the excitement and everything it brings. So we just recently went and seen um, the new Spider-Man movie, and they get so excited. They've already went back and seen it two more or one more time a piece. I heard it was and, good. Yeah, it was really good. And mm -hmm. it's just, it's my middle one gets so excited. My oldest one cries because she cries at every movie. But, <laughs> but it's just really sweet to have something that we all can enjoy together. Oh, that is neat. I love that. Um, what is your favorite book? Okay, so when I was young, I read The Bell Jar by Sylvia Plath. And it was 
it was heavy for me because there's a lot of mental illness in it, and I really didn't understand anything about it then. So kind of going through the book, I was sad, but I didn't understand why. <laughs> so I kind of understood more as I got older and went through my schooling for teaching and took a lot of sociology and psychology classes. And then I reread it, and I understood why it made me feel sad and and why, uh, you know, we need to pay attention to things like that a lot more well, for people. So it had yeah. a big impact. Yeah, mental health is so important. Yeah. So and just removing that stigma is what what we really want to do. Um, so can you tell us about the book? Because I I thought Sylvia Plath wrote poetry. She did, but okay. this is kind of it's it's a character book, but it's about her own life. So oh. it's auto, kind of autobiographical a little bit. Interesting. That's a word. I and think you made that up, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I might have, but you guys know what I mean. So, but you know, it's about her own struggle with mil- mental illness, and wow. and I think it's brave to put that out there. And, oh, absolutely. And why aren't we putting it out there? Exactly. Like it's okay. Normalize it, right? You know? And this was it's, this was years ago. Okay so if she help. was normalizing it then, then mm-hmm. we can do it now. Read it. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna run out and buy this book now. Okay, okay. The bell jar. Um, okay. And our last question: What is your favorite vacation spot? So I went to Jamaica years ago. Interestingly enough, for a Hanson thing. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that not surprise yeah. me? <laughs> um, but it was amazing. I just laid on a beach all day and people brought me drinks and food. So I would say any place that I can just lay on a beach all day and relax and not have to worry about day-to-day life is what I would choose. Wow. That sounds amazing. And um, tell us about the water. Is it as blue as the the beautiful Emerald Coast? I don't want to say anything bad about the Emerald Coast because it's my home right now, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's bluer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Um, all right, Ashley. Well, thank you so much for taking this time and and sharing um, sharing a little about yourself and, and letting our listeners know who our new Hope and Wellness Coordinator is. Yeah, of course. Um, and hopefully we'll have um, a lot of people coming to our retreats in 2022. Yeah, make sure you sign up for them so I can hang out with you and we can have a good time. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it's all about. It's all about hope and wellness. Yes. I know you're going to do a great job. So thank you. um, Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Behind the Warrior podcast. This series is provided to you by the EOD Warrior Foundation. To learn more, please visit us on Facebook or at eodwarriorfoundation.org. And don't forget to tell a friend.